Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And hello, everybody. I really appreciate you joining me. An hour later, I just uh, finished an interview. Who in Melbourne, Australia, I to court at a different hour than. All right, anyway, how are you today? Everybody good? The Laker fans taking over the arena is bad enough. Alvin Gentry, all right? Alvin Gentry having to come up after the game. I love him. I told you, a huge fan of Alvin Gentry. Guy is a stand-up guy, all right? And he's not afraid to call it the way it is. So last night, after things were embarrassed, the Lakers went on that 40-day in the second half. Alvin opens by talking about and said that he was embarrassed from some of King's fans. He said, You deserve better. How about that? How about that? You deserve better. I'll tell you one thing about Evan Gentry. He hit on that head. You two weeks got fired. And what did I tell you? I said, coaching is not a problem. I said, coaching is not a problem. This is not Alvin Gentry's fault. He didn't have to apologize. He said, quote, I want to apologize to every Kings fans out there because you do not deserve this. The second half was a disaster, and it was an embarrassment. We can't do what we did in the second half. The fans don't deserve that. Now, the fans certainly do not deserve that. And, Alvin, you don't have to apologize to anyone. This is not your fault. You inherited a mess. This is not on you, all right? And I have a lot of respect for Alvin Gentry to come out and take the heat and take the responsibility. But this is not on Alvin Gentry. I did my rant today on Vivek Ranadive. And it's time for Vivek to make a decision. And that decision is either change the way you run the team or sell the team. Now, I know from 
the people that have contacted me and the social media posts that I read and online, a lot of people would love for Vivek to sell the team. Now, Vivek will always be remembered in Sacramento as the guy that stepped in when the community needed them and came in in the 11th hour. And for that, everyone in Sacramento will be grateful for Vivek Ranadive in helping save the Kings from going to Seattle. All right? I, for one, would be on that list. All right? I, just because the Kings stink now and are embarrassment and have been doesn't, like, you know, you, you just don't forget about that. So, you know, I'm trying to be fair here. I'm trying to be objective. All right? Vivek will always have a special place in the history of the Sacramento Kings, in my opinion. But with that being said, the honeymoon is over. And it has been over for a long time. And the reality is that the Sacramento Kings are once again an embarrassment. They're an embarrassment. Even Charles Barkley, you know, with the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors and the commentary deviating from that to the Kings. It's embarrassing. And you know what else is embarrassing? The fact that fans now aren't going to the games. How bad is that? You know, I keep on saying we've hit rock bottom. Maybe I'm wrong because I. every time I say rock bottom, it seems like you get even lower. Now, if you want to come on today and talk about this, hit your hand icon. Raise your hand icon because today is a day that I really want feedback and need feedback, okay? Because I've told you how I feel. I want to know if you're a Kings fan. I want to know how you feel. I want to know if you agree with me. I want to know, as a Kings fan, will you still spend your money to go to games? Are you watching the games? Which, again, I've tried to be very neutral here because I don't want to sound like sour grapes. But, like, every time there's a game, my social media account, like, is blows up because of how awful the telecasts are and how horrible everything is. And I've tried to stay away from that. But now I'm adding it to the list of everything else that's wrong with this franchise. It's embarrassing. The whole thing is embarrassing from top to bottom. You know, I saw a video last night. I did not watch the game, by the way. I saw a video last night of Buddy Heald laughing when the Kings were getting blown out and, you know, was with Anthony Davis. Well, what the hell is that? Really? You found anything about that second half funny? I mean, that's an embarrassment. It's like the guys don't care. They, they, that was a gutless, gutless, gutless performance last night in that second half by Sacramento. Gutless. There's no other way to say it. Absolutely gutless. And for Alvin Gentry to have to come out and say that, he's not the one that should be saying that. Vivek Ranadive is the one that should be saying that. Okay? Vivek is the man that owns this team. Under his watch, the team has been horrible. Okay? It's been embarrassing. It's up to Vivek to come out and apologize to the fans, not Alvin Gentry. And I give Alvin Gentry all the credit in the world because he's a stand-up man. But he's not the one that should have had to apologize and tell the fans that they deserve better. Hey, when you want to come on, you hit your hand icon. And when I put you up on the stage, you got to hit your microphone icon on the bottom of your device. So you see the little microphone Once you hit it, it will turn green, 
and then you will be on with me. All right. So for those of you that are new, uh, I want you to understand that all you got to do is hit your hand icon, and once I put you up on stage, then you will be on with me when you hit that mic icon. So Wu, I'm going to put you back in the audience and let you go through that. Okay. You hit that hand icon again, Wu. Then hit your microphone. All right, at the bottom of your device, and um, we will put you on. All right. And I want your I want your reaction today. I want your feedback today. Uh, and we get to Wu. Is that how? Is it right? Uh, w O O. Is it Wu or uh, what's your name, sir? Hello. Are you with me? All right, Wu is now not there. To turn the mic off. Maybe he's getting shy. No problem. If you want to come on, uh, all you got to do is raise your hand. And uh, we will put you right on to get your feedback. Jay, good to hear from you today. How are you, sir? Good, Grant. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Thank you for coming on to let us let us Kings fans vent. Sure. You know, so as a as a Kings fan that has been there from the very beginning, so year one um, to the ten thousand thirty three three thousand or ten thousand three hundred thirty three people every single night rocking that place, regardless of how well. The Kings did all the way through it, picking up season tickets in 89, all the way through uh, 2012, I think is when I last had season tickets. Lots of bad basketball during that time. Uh, you know, there were some good times in there, but a lot of bad basketball. But there's something about what's happening now that is different. The feel is different. And the the only thing I can really put my fingers on of like, well, why is this bad basketball different than the bad basketball in the past and it, it it feels like it's the leadership you know it feels like it's it starts with vivek and um certainly you know the the players need to be accountable for their effort and that on the court you know we've gone through you know coaching change after coaching change after coaching change and things aren't changing so so what what is what is so different now than than from some of those past years and it just feels like it it has to start with Vivek. Um, you know, you know, Vladi had some rough draft picks. You know, I don't know that we've given Monty enough time to to completely put his spin on things. Plus, we don't know how much Vivek is preventing Monty from from doing what he needs to do. But uh, as somebody who's been around this franchise, spent thousands and thousands of dollars, and ha has been to literally hundreds of games for a couple of decades the feel the feel to me as a as a diehard long-term kings fan is this is leadership and or lack thereof you know we see one bad decision after another and they're not all on the basketball side of the fence correct you know the 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 decisions with you the 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 you know trying not to pile on with you know Jones, but Jones is a disaster. A, a, his his character is definitely in question. But B, he's a he's a bad play-by-play -play guy, <laughs> and so just watching the games is now hard. And we're seeing a product that uh, just is not NBA caliber. And we and the players, this group has been together long enough that night in and night out, it should be competitive. You know, it may be tough to be a 500 team, but but we should walk away feeling that was a competitive game. That was an entertaining game. Uh, and that, and that's not what yeah. we're getting. You know what you, you, you asked, you know, the, what, what's different now. I'll tell you what I think is different now is that even in the past couple of years or the years that you were talking about, 
there was some light at the end of the tunnel. There was at least hope based on some of the players that you had on the floor. And fans were still going to the games. Now, fans, in my opinion, based on the interaction that I have, they've lost hope. They have no confidence in Vivek to run the team properly, but they have no confidence that anything is going to change anytime soon with the product on the floor. And so the fans have become apathetic and they're not going to the games anymore. They're not watching the games. And so, you know, when you think about Sacramento Kings fans, the first thing that comes to my mind is loyalty, the passionate fans that's gone, that that's gone. And it's not going to just come back automatically. You know, the other aspect, and I, I know this is true because I have many, 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 many friends who are former season ticket holders that are not back anymore. They're tired of the woke culture of Vivek and the Sacramento Kings. And they've, it's turned a lot of people off. So you combine bad basketball, you combine wokeness, you combine an owner that continues to make bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. And you know what? The fans are like, I'm not spending my money there anymore. So you you add all of those things together. That's a big difference than in years past, in my opinion. And by years past, I'm talking about, you know, the era that you're referring to. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I don't see Vivek as the type of guy that is a, he's going to change how he does things. He doesn't, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy that, that, that's going to go wake up one day it's and not go, his oh, personality. yeah, it's we're going to do something different. And he also yep. doesn't strike me as a type of guy that is going to be pressured into selling the team because there's a, a, you know, so it's like, oh, well, 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 where are we then? You know, what, are we just, are we just in, are well, we going to be in limbo for the next th- 10 years? Th- things, if you think things are bad now, okay, if the Kings continue to play the way they've been playing, you're going to see literally, you're going to see 3000 people at games. And that will get Vivek's attention, and that will create a firestorm within the media and the fans of Sacramento. And I, listen, I'm, I'm not advocating this. I'm just predicting this. They will run him out of town. They will make it so he can't come to the games anymore. And that's just the reality of the situation. That's how bad things are getting. And I, I hope I'm not being overly dramatic, but that's what I think will happen. Well, yeah, that does look like the path that is going down. And the sad part is it's it's so preventable. And, that, yes. and that's the, that's the sad yep. part. Jay, thanks for the call. All right. Thank you. All right, let's get to uh, some more uh, calls. Let's see if we can get a Wu uh, back on here and have him uh, ask a question once we get his uh, mic turned on. Wu, I'm giving you another opportunity here. You got to hit that uh, microphone button, and now you didn't. Oh, there you are. All right. Okay, Wu, go ahead. You're on with Grant Napier. Hello? All right, I'm moving him back to the audience. We're going to get to uh, some more phone calls. We've got a lot of people that want to talk today, and I love that. So thank you very much. John, you're on with Grant. How are you, John? I'm good, Grant. Or I'm all right. How are you, Grant? I'm okay, too. Thank you very much for calling. Okay, so uh, just some comments. I don't really have any questions for you today. You wanted to know the pulse of the fan base, I guess. Yep. And uh, So uh, I kind of... You described it pretty well for me. You know, I'm, 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 I guess apathetic is a good word, one word description for it. I'm, uh, you know, Vivek is the owner of the team. I kind of, I, you know, I could be wrong, but I kind of lay the, the, the choice to go for the play in last season instead of kind of going for one of the transcendent, supposedly transcendent, could be wrong, supposedly transcendent draft picks and that draft class was supposed to be so strong. Uh, going for the play instead of that on Vivek. I'm going to stop uh, you right keeping, there. They, that, you, can't, you can't do that. I'm going to stop you there because the players that were playing 
They don't care about draft picks. And when you put players on the floor that were competing their asses off at the end of last season, you can't tell them not to go out and play hard. So that's an area that I disagree with you. The players that play are playing, and although it doesn't look like that now, but last April or whenever the season ended last year, the the players were playing their tails off. And you and so you, you you can't you can't do that. I just wanted to let you know it may seem that would be the perfect scenario from a fan's perspective, but the players don't care where the team drafts. That's not an issue for them. So you can't that's, um, that's um, not I, being realistic. I agree with you that they don't care. I I would say they do care. They they wanna they wanna do well no. and they don't want no, to get someone to play care. play on their no. team. No, hold on, they hold, don't. On, hold on. Sorry, sorry, yep. but I'm just trying to say what I was going to say to finish is that uh, they want to play well. They don't want to have some get a draft pick to take their spot. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't like that. They want to play well and uh, get their next contract and do well for their family and so forth. I understand the players are going to play super hard. I'm saying as a GM and as an owner, because I think Vivek controls mm-hmm. um, trade players so that you can do worse and the players will play hard, but they won't do as well in the, in the standings. To try and win long term, and I'm, I'm I know you probably don't agree with that type of philosophy. No, I, you know what I I understand now. I think I misunderstood you at first, and I apologize. So what you're saying is they should have had a fire sale before the trade deadline. That's what you're sure. referring to. Sure, okay. something like that. Yeah. All right, and you know what? I would have been fine with that. I'm, I'm I misunderstood the point you were making. Uh, I, yes, I, in retrospect, you're probably right. You're you're probably right. Um, but then again. But- you know, you the Kings had the number two pick in the draft four years ago and they took the wrong guy. So just because sure. you have a high draft pick doesn't mean you're going to take the right guy and hit a home run. I mean, go ask the Portland Trailblazers when they could have had Michael Jordan. For sure. I do like uh, with two picks under his belt and Davion Mitchell being definitely an, an, an unknown as far as whether he's going to work out long term or not. But Tyrese Halliburton was a good pick by McNair. And, yes, it was. Uh, and you got, you, I would give credit to Vlevec too there as well because um, because uh, I have to you know I can't I can't give him all the blame and not no. give him some of the credit you know so but you also have to you also have, if you if we're going to do play this game and you're 100 percent correct about the two draft picks right now it looks like giving Deer and Fox a max contract was a terrible move. Yeah, something is wrong with Fox. Um, I think it could be just it could be just the losing for three year three or four years or whatever it's been. But I mean, if you look at this, I saw a tweet on uh, on Twitter. Uh, a little video of like him reacting to the Lakers fans back in 2018 and him reacting to the Lakers fans in 2021, man, he is just, he is down. I'm, I'm concerned for him, honestly, not super concerned, but like, not like, you know, like uh, seriously concerned, but I'm as concerned as a fan for him as a player uh, with the way he just seems so dejected now. Um, he does maybe not look it's like just himself, does he? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. It's sad, it's sad and uh, concerning to me. But as a fan overall, what I was trying to say is that I'm just kind of, I'm going to, you know, subscribe to the channel to watch the comp games on NBC Sports. I'm going to go to some games, um, you know, uh, during the year, a couple games during the year, because it's fun. Sometimes the, the Scott, Scott Moak and Scott Freshour and uh, I forget the, the, the lady's name, but um, the other person who helps run the, the in-game, in-game entertainment. It's a good experience in the game sometimes. And um but I'm not that committed right now with uh, with Vivek being in charge and him seeming to just uh, continue his ways. I'm just not uh, hopeful for the for Kings to uh, to turn it around. And if I could talk a little bit longer, um, yep. wondering like how they can make a change right now with their roster because if they trade 
like their trade pieces if they were to they were to make a trade to trade this roster to keep it to try to retool and try to win this season if, they, if that's going to be the goal with Vivek because he doesn't want to set the, set the record for uh, playoff misses um they trade buddy they trade their 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 one volume shooter who can who can actually hit it from deep volume besides barnes but they got to trade buddy they trade that shooter they trade barnes they trade their only legitimate uh starting wing let me let me wing. ask you something let me let yeah, me stop you right there yeah. again sure sure how, how are the kings done with those guys how 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 are the kings done with buddy healed yeah, I'm just saying, I, and not knowing what they would get in return. They haven't done well, to answer your question. They haven't done well. Pieces, sure. The pieces on this team don't fit together. There are okay. some very good players, and Buddy's one of them, but he doesn't fit. And there are other players on this team that are individually good, but with the other pieces around them, don't fit very well. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. You know, you think, you know, you can put a puzzle together and you actually have one piece and you're like, wait a minute, it does go there. It does go there. Wait a minute. It, it, it I know it looks like it goes there, but it doesn't fit. There are pieces of this team that does, they, they don't fit. So even if you have a player like Buddy, who's a very good shooter, I, 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 I say to you, okay, but Buddy's been on the team now for several years and the Kings have stunk every year. So, like, why would you be opposed to moving him? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know what we would get in return. I'm not trying to right. speculate on that. So maybe we get a shooter in return who's also a forward and a big wing shooter. Like, uh, I don't know who, but uh, well, I'm just saying that when, when you're trading their big pieces, it's kind of like it's you're gonna you're gonna have a big hole. <laughs> but yeah, and here's the other aspect works. about this Kings team, which is puzzling. They play in LA tonight against the Clippers. Nobody would be surprised if the Kings go down there and win. I mean, th this is such a Jekyll and Hyde team. They go, they, they're, and, and that's to me the biggest problem with this team. There's absolutely no consistency with this. They'll look really great one day, and then eight hours later, you're like, is that the team? That just watched like he's points against the team on Friday night. And then they lose to Indy Sunday afternoon, Indy four to ninety. You know what I'm saying? There's no consistency with this team. It doesn't it's, it's what you're gonna get. Thanks, 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 Kermit. Appreciate Kermit. it, man. Thank you very much, John. I'm going to put you back in a thank you. It's always good hearing from you. Thank you very much. I really mean that. I, 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 that that's the thing with this team. They, there's no rhyme or reason to this team. There's no consistency. Not only is there any consistency from night to night, there's no consistency from half to half. Look at last night. A perfect example. You get out of score 40 to 8. You don't get the luckers I do. That's they're not playing. And I know Keaton's had some guys, but still, if you have a couple of James on the floor, you definitely show you do. And then he just scored four days. Four Think about that. Forty days. And you want to talk about the Aaron Fox. I'm, I, there is, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. Is there a player in the league that is more overpaid right now than De'Aaron Fox? Does he not care? I mean, I, I, I can't say that about De'Aaron because just getting to know him, 
he just never struck me as a guy. He's just a, a, a gym rat. But again, I'm not I'm around him anymore. So maybe he's changed. Maybe he's got the money, and I don't know. I would hate to say that. You know, it. And has, you know, the last 10 games, he has been shooting the ball better. He has been shooting the ball better. But, I mean, his three-point shooting is at 26%. But in the last 10 games, it's at 31%. Last 10 games, he's shooting 45%, which is much better than his season average. But, you know, his assist-to-turnover ratio is not good at all. I mean, he has five-and-a-half assists to 3.1 turnovers. That's terrible. You know, paying him that kind of money for that kind of production? You know? I, I, I don't get it. I really don't. I don't know what's happened to him. I really don't know what's happened to him. All right, if you want to get on, hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. Hit the microphone icon at the bottom of your screen or your device, and we'll put you right on. But as far as the Kings go, they're very close to burying themselves for the entire season. I know it's December 1st, but they're close. All right, Wu, I'm going to give you another opportunity to see if you can come on with me. Can you hear me? Grant, can you hear me? Y- yes, sir. Go right ahead. Thank you for your uh, persistence. Now I uh, got you on. What can I do for you? Hey, thanks for having me. Fan since 85, attended the game last night. It was horrific. Uh, empty, Pretty empty stadium, really. You hit it spot on. Uh, people are not going to keep wanting to attend the games. It was embarrassing. The big old chance of go Lakers. You feel like it, you were in LA. Yep. It's just simply embarrassing. Uh, the vec, I don't think he's going to be, he's going to sell the team. You know, the value of the team just keeps going up and up and up. He's making money. Why does he want to sell it? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, if I were as him, I wouldn't want to sell it either. Uh, I understand that. Plus he loves being an owner. I think that's very true, uh, but, you know, he's done a terrible job. So, you know, it's the ball is in the fans' court right now. It's the fans that will decide what happens with this uh, franchise. And if the fan, listen, I, I never tell fans to stay away because I don't believe in doing that. But if the fans continue to not support the team, well, then the writing is going to be on the wall for an owner. If an owner sees that his uh, customers don't want the product anymore, and again, I'm not I'm not telling fans not to go to the games. I'm just speaking as a, a figure of speech here. It's it's pretty easy. You you can't be successful without customers. And it seems like with each passing game, there are less and less people going to the games. And if and again, I don't have a crystal ball, but if the Kings continue to lose and continue to have performances like last night, then that arena, if you think it looks empty now, is going to really look empty here in a couple of weeks. Exactly. He needs to stop running team like a Silicon Valley business. This is basketball. This is not a Silicon Valley business. He needs to get the hell out of the way and let the people who knows basketball run the business. Yeah, I don't know if he's capable basketball of doing business. I don't know if he's capable of doing that, uh, just in my experience, but you are one hundred percent correct. That's what he needs to do. Hey, listen, I appreciate your effort to come on the program and uh, call again. All right. You have a good evening. You too. All right. If you want to come on, uh, all you got to do is raise your hand and we'll put you right on just like the other callers. All right. So here's your schedule for Sacramento. Clippers tonight. Clippers at home on Saturday. All right. Orlando at home. Then at Charlotte. 
at Cleveland, at Toronto. Then a really difficult stretch. Of course, they're all difficult when you're playing the way the Kings are. To wrap up the 2021 season before you turn to 2022, Washington at home, tough game. Memphis at home, tough game. Spurs at home, not a tough game. At Golden State, goodbye. Clippers at home, tough game. Memphis at home, tough game. Oklahoma City, who's already beat you once. Then a home-and-home with Dallas to wrap up the year. Right? So, I mean, you tell me how many wins are there. You should, and again, I keep on saying should. I shouldn't do that with this team. But you should be able to split with the Clippers and beat Orlando. At Charlotte's going to be a tough game. At Cleveland's going to be a tough game. All those games are going to be tough. At Toronto, even though they're not the team that they were. Then Washington and Memphis are going to be really hard at home. The point is, you know, it's really up to how the Kings play. You know, when you look at some of these teams coming up, Orlando is playing Denver tonight. They're terrible. They're 4-18. and They're going to lose tonight. Toronto's only 9-13, and right? And Charlotte, who you beat badly, is 13-10, and and you don't ever play well in Charlotte. So, you know, I'm just looking at these games and saying, oh, boy, if you're not careful here, you could get buried. I mean, you're almost buried. Look at look at the standings in the Western Conference right now. And again, I know it's December 1st, all right? But the Kings have 14 losses. Denver's in 10th place. They have 10 losses. All right? The 8th place team is 12 and 11, the Lakers. So if you have a bad rest of this month, or I shouldn't say the rest of the month, the month is just beginning. But if you have a bad December, you're done. You'll be done. You know, even the Spurs, they have 13 losses. Oklahoma City, 14. The only two teams that I see in the West that right now are not relevant are New Orleans and Houston. I think New Orleans, even if they get Williamson going, they're so far back, it's going to be difficult. And Houston's done, even though they've won three in a row. So I don't know where to go. But... What happened last night was an embarrassment. I feel awful that Alvin Gentry had to come out and say that. I have the utmost respect for Alvin Gentry. He's a stand-up class act. For him to have to come out and say that and apologize to the Kings fans and say you don't deserve this, that's that that's not on him. That's the, he, he inherited a mess. All right? It's not on Alvin Gentry to apologize. It's on the owner, in my opinion. So... I don't know what happens. You know, I'm looking at Damian Lillard or Portland. He's going to be out at least 10 days with a abdominal injury. So I would think Portland is going to have a very difficult time. You know, when I look at Portland, they're also, they've been very Jekyll and Hyde this year. You know, they're only 11 and 11. But now without Damian Lillard, they may have a difficult time here. They may have a difficult time. Hey, if you want to get in on the program today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I will put you right up on stage with me. So as a, if you are a Kings fan, have you lost hope on this year? Are you not going to the games anymore? Are you watching the games, or are you kind of in and out? Are you in and out? The Kings are now six games under 500. 
They've lost two in a row. They've lost seven of ten. And they take on a L.A. Clippers team that's also struggling. They've lost six of ten. And they've lost two in a row. So you better not lose both these games to the Clippers. That's for damn sure. You better not lose both these games to the Clippers. Because I'll tell you right now, the Clippers are currently in sixth. And they're looking at the Kings as if, okay, we're going to win these two games. We got the Kings coming in. That's the reality of the situation. But the Clippers are, are not very good. You know, we know Leonard's been out. You know, you look at their recent body of work. I'm talking about the Clippers. They've had a tough schedule. You know, they've had a tough schedule. When, you know, they're, you know when they you look at their two losses, you know, they lost to Golden State. No crime there. 105 to 90. But then they had a terrible loss on Monday. You know, to New Orleans. 123 to 104. That's a bad loss. Bad loss. So they also lost to Dallas in overtime at home. So this is a very winnable game tonight. But I don't know which Sacramento Kings team is going to show up. Then you catch the Clippers on a back-to-back, just like they're catching the Kings on a back-to-back. The Clippers play the Lakers Friday night and then in Sacramento Saturday. So, again, we could come on tomorrow. And we could be talking about a team that looks totally different than they did last night. That's the inconsistencies of the uh, Sacramento Kings. Tomorrow, uh, we will talk about the Dallas-New Orleans game, Thursday night football. We'll uh, talk about college football. The rankings came out last night. As I told you yesterday, I thought Michigan would move up to number two, and they did. Uh, I'm interested in your feedback on – Anything else going on in the world of sports? And again, before I adjourn for this Wednesday, if you want to come on, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I will put you uh, right on. But again, I talk about this Kings team. Are you going to the games anymore? Are you supporting this team anymore? And do you want new ownership? Now, I know that Vivek and any owner in the NBA, look at James Dolan of the Knicks. Owning teams is a big deal. And you don't see a lot of owners selling teams. Now, we just saw it in Minnesota, but that was a whole different scenario. But I do know this, okay? And it's economics 101. It's common sense 101. And I'm never, ever going to tell fans not to go to the games. But I don't have to. You're not going to the games anyway. But if this team has another rough stretch now on the heels of what happened last night in an embarrassing second half with the Laker fans taking over the arena, if you think the arena looks empty now, You haven't seen anything yet, all right? You haven't seen anything yet. I talked to two people earlier today that went to the game last night for the first time. First game they've been to this year. And they both told me they're not going to another game this year. How many other customers, how many other fans walked out of the game last night and said the same thing to themselves? There's only one thing that's going to get the fans back. That's a team playing hard. Not even necessarily winning, playing like they care. When you watch the Kings last night, I'm asking you, because I didn't watch the game. Did it look to you like the Kings were trying? Did it look to you like the Kings cared? Because everyone that I've talked to today and everything I've read seemed like the Kings didn't give a damn. 
So how is it that players that are making millions of dollars to play a game of basketball can come out and dump on the fans like that? Right? It's almost like no one on the team wants to play for Sacramento. There's a couple of guys that play their asses off every night. Rashawn Holmes plays his ass off every night, does he not? When Harrison Barnes is playing, he plays his ass off every possession. Davion Mitchell, all right? Tristan Thompson plays his ass off. There are too many guys on the team that look like they don't care. Too many guys on the team that look like they don't care. You know, considering that we just wrapped up the month of November, that's a real bad, bad statement to make. That is a really bad statement to make. That here you are, you're just starting the month of December, and fans talk about it looks like the team doesn't care. You've already had a coach fired. I told you that coaching has nothing to do with the problems. I told you that when, well, I've told you that every every time a coach is fired. It's not the coach's fault. I mean, I, I keep on telling you that. One of these days, you're going to believe me. This is not a coaching issue with the Sacramento Kings. So we'll see what happens tonight. Playing the Clippers, it wouldn't shock me if tomorrow at 3 o'clock when I come on, we're talking about how well the Kings played. And they play better on the road than they play at home. And that's another thing Alvin Gentry talked about yesterday. And he is spot freaking on. I don't know what it is about the Kings that they're better on the road than they are at home. That's the one thing about the Golden One Center. It has not been a home court advantage. Of course, the team has a lot to do with that. But even last year, it looked like the Kings were better on the road. All right, tonight in the NBA, Atlanta's at New Orleans. Denver is up on Orlando, 22-11 to 11 early. Washington and Minnesota in Washington. Phillies at Boston. Cleveland at Miami. Bad luck for Miami as Bam uh, Adebayo is out six weeks. Charlotte is in Milwaukee. Dallas is in NOLA, taking on the Pels. Houston at Oklahoma City. And the Kings are in L.A., uh, taking on the Clippers. Hey, great having you on board here on Listen App. Really appreciate your participation. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll do it again at our usual time, 3 o'clock Pacific. So make it a good rest of the day. And thank you so much for joining me here. Grant Napier. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.